Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Please consider supporting Black Women United YEG for the protection and advancement of black women and girls in Alberta. You can learn more about them at bwunited.ca. They are always looking for donations and volunteers. So please, again, support Black Women United YEG for the protection and advancement of black women and girls in Alberta. Again, that website is bwunited.ca. Creative control, creative control Comedy, art, and sometimes rock and roll Let's do a public opinion poll Raise your hand if you love creative control Cause when Vish is unleashed Well, you... Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there I was just working on a tribute song to my favorite podcast, Creative Control, with Vish Khanna. My name is Matthias, and I play in a band called The Burning Hell, but more importantly, I support Creative Control on Patreon, and I think you should too. Quality long-form arts journalism is like a magical talking unicorn. It definitely exists, but it can be really hard to find. Fortunately for us, Vish makes it easy with hundreds of funny, thought-provoking, well-researched and engaging interviews with artists from all over the world. Your flexible monthly donation on Patreon will get you plenty of special exclusive treats and help Vish keep his podcast well-fed and cared for properly, the way a magical unicorn deserves. To make your flexible monthly donation to Creative Control, please visit patreon.com slash creative control today. Christine Fellows is a multi-talented and gifted musician, visual artist, songwriter, producer, singer, and animator based in Winnipeg, Manitoba. For some 30 years, Fellows has been a public creator and performer, releasing eight full-length albums and collaborating with an eclectic array of musicians, dancers, 
visual artists and filmmakers, including friends like Sherry Boyle and members of the Weaker Thans like Jason Tate and her husband, who is best known as John K. Sampson, with whom she has a new label and arts imprint. It's called Vivat Vertute, and on November 25th, 2022, it brings us Stuff We All Get, a beautiful new Christine Fellows album and batch of complimentary stop-motion animation films, which must be heard and seen to be believed and truly appreciated. Christine returns to this show to discuss things like our hearty lives in the chilly prairies, the making of Stuff We All Get, and how she and her husband got into some stop-motion animation and weaving skills, respectively, during the pandemic. The motion picture Jaws, crowdsourcing for help and information, the pros of technology and the cons of hard drives, pet politics, gardening, and spiders, her husband's new name and updates on his creative endeavors, their future plans, and much more. A part of the Entertainment One Network with the support of listeners like you who follow and subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about it and make flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash creative control with additional support from Blackbird Music, a well-stocked record store with locations in Edmonton and Calgary, Alberta, and friendly staff who will happily help you source special orders or get things in to the stores or in your hands. Whatever you need, just uh, head over to blackbird.ca say you want uh, stuff we all get by christine fellows go to blackbird.ca type it in see if you can't get it i bet you can thank you blackbird music plus in-kind support from pizza trocadero the bookshelf and planet bean coffee respectively in guelph ontario and granddad's donuts in hamilton ontario this is episode 735 of creative control featuring the ingenious and generous christine fellows with your host me vish Khanna. Hi, Christine. How's it going? Ah, oh, Vish, it's so nice to talk to you again. It's been a really long time. Yes, I have. I'm not keeping track, but it. Uh, I mean, I assume <laughs> the last time we had a formal chat was the last time you probably put out a record, which was when again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, it was like four years ago, which is perfectly uh, within the realm of not being weird. <laughs> it was a. It was an Olympic. Oh, an Olympics ago. That used to be when I was younger. The Olympics would happen every four years, right? So this is our Olympics. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> I think it's every two years now. Did it, am I crazy or did the Olympics get confusing? Do you follow the Olympics? I do not. <laughs> but I but I like the idea of this being our Olympics. Yes. So now I guess I do follow the Olympics. Our Olympics. Our Olympics. <laughs> our specific Olympics. It's nice to see you and, and, and hear from you again. Where in the world are you today? I'm just in my little studio here in Winnipeg, and it's a beautiful, whatever, like perfect minus 12. Mm-hmm. A little bit of snow, enough that almost enough to ski. So we're good over here. How about you over there? I'm in Edmonton, Alberta, which I don't know. Well, I think you know that because we corresponded. But we, uh, my family and I left Ontario at the end of 2019. And we're here in Edmonton and probably very similar 
uh, weather conditions. I haven't really been outside. Well, I guess I did go outside to take my kids to school, but I wasn't paying attention. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so things are fine. It's funny uh, moving. Like, yeah. Uh, the other day I said out loud, I, I would never have said this in Ontario. My kids were like, are we walking to school? Or are we going to drive to school? I said, ah, it's only minus 20. Let's walk. Only minus awesome. 20. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For those. No, I know what you're saying. <laughs> it means you finally have the clothes. Yeah. And all it is is clothes. It's not anything other than if you have the right gear, you can go outside in anything. It's true. I think it is a philosophical and psychological shift, though, too, because I think in Ontario, we'd be like, it's minus 20. We're definitely driving. Uh, <laughs> yes. And my kids yes. like, oh, for those listening around the world, this is Celsius, by the way. So minus 20 is cold. Uh it is cold. Like, it's no doubt about it. Anything around minus 20, you're starting to think, I'm not going to go do the thing that I, someone asked me to do. Is that fair, Christine? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Even here in Winnipeg, yeah. we're, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, weather weather is not that interesting, but it is a part of prairie <laughs> life, I suppose. Uh, and It's a big part. Yeah. And it's like, it is the thing that I feel like maybe now that you're a prairie person, we sort of take a little bit of pride in mm -hmm. that we can handle it. Yeah. The super hot and the super cold. It makes us who we are. It's the fabric of our art making and our community, the way we behave in our community and how we look out for each other and, yeah. and all that. So it is important. Yeah. I think that I've, I've, I've expressed this to people who live in, uh, places like you were described, like we, you and I are in and also places that are remote. Because uh, I'd often go to St. John's, Newfoundland, and discover that everyone was, like, amazing at something. And I realized, like, whatever, whatever art or creative thing. And I realized it's because they spend a lot of time inside. The weather is not conducive to, like, spending time outside a lot. And so you pick up a guitar or a mandolin or a fiddle or whatever, and you get, like, super good at it because there's nothing else to do, really, except for watch TV and hang out. So there's a bright side, right? There's a bright side to this. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you like the yeah. I've I, I I know this about you, but you like the craft making, right? I do, I do. I have to say, I confess to not being like the most patient person, so I'm not like the fine details person. But I love work. I like the, I like working. I like working yes. and solving a puzzle all the time. And music is like that. Songwriting is really just puzzle solving. Yeah. I feel like so when I do something else, that's that's um, like other performance work or making like these stop motion videos and yeah. things. It's like solving a puzzle. It's, it's really, you know, what's better? What better thing for our brains to do? Solve a puzzle. Yeah, absolutely. I was watching these stop motion uh, videos that accompany each song. I, I, as we're speaking, it's not I haven't seen all of them because I think you're rolling them out about once a week or something like that. Is that correct? The... Correct. Yeah. Wednesdays. Wednesdays they come out. Yeah. Wednesday is stop motion Wednesday for you. <laughs> I guess. And then what is our, what's the one that there's like, um, my partner, John, that d does all that. Cause I don't, I'm not interested in that side of things, the putting things outside. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, yeah putting it online. Yeah. 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 But he also has a, a thing on Fridays where he puts out like animals, pictures of animals oh. that he knows, not just oh. random animals, but animals that he knows and that, that he makes crafts for. Oh, animals he's friends with, not stranger animals. No, not just random internet animals, actual animals. <laughs> All I was going to say to uh, bring up the videos and allude to this beautiful new album. Uh, now, I, it's it's swag, but it's stuff we all get. It's a, it's an expression. 
what what are you calling the record uh, when you speak to people about it? Do you call it swag or do you call it stuff we all get? I call it stuff we all get, I guess. Because okay. yeah. I feel like it is both swag and stuff we all get. So maybe it's better to use all... I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's an, acronym, it. it's an acronym, right? <laughs> swag is an acronym, but it's also an attitude if you've got swag. Uh, so that's the only oh. reason I asked. In hip-hop, you've got... Or you used to. It's probably passe now, but you would have swag. And, uh, and, and But it also stood for stuff we all get, which I always found... I guess swag was short for swagger, but then it also... It's, it's confusing. Anyway, all this to say... You've called the record Stuff We All Get, but there's a song called Swag, right? Absolutely. Yes, okay. Yeah, which is, again, <laughs> Stuff We All Get. Beautiful record. I love it so much, so congratulations on it. It sounds wonderful and adventurous. I love the sound of it, and I want to dig into it with you. But I alluded to the videos because they're beautiful, and my understanding is you created these lovely uh, stop-motion videos <laughs> yourself, and I was thinking about our times together and to me and forgive me if i've forgotten something this was a relatively new and revelatory skill set of yours that i didn't know about how long have you been engaged with this sort of uh art making um stop motion video animation that sort of thing oh you know kind of probably around the time that you moved from guelph to edmonton is when i started like in earnest so it hasn't been that long but oh okay but collage has been a big part of my songwriting practice, which is a weird thing to say, or my research, just kind of um, collecting images, because images, I don't know, they've always been something that I like to have beside me, or as just part of the process, it's not just, not just music, and not that music isn't enough, but yeah, so collage was like a big part of my, of my research process, and then I was working on a project with this choreographer and I, she was using just some of my collages that I had made as inspiration for the movement. And when we're in rehearsal, she just turned to me and she's like, what if they move? <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? Ah. They are moving. The dancers are at, are, are becoming the collages and, and, and responding to them. But she's like, no, what if, what if they moved? What if the collages moved? So that's when the light, you know, both our, the lights in our minds went on. And then I just was like, of course they move. Of course huh. they move. Yeah. Right. So this is, so I, I don't know if I gave you specificity. We moved at the end of 2019. You're saying you've really only been exploring um, the stop motion aspect of this for the last two or three years? Yeah, totally. That's that's remarkable. It looks beautiful. Like the videos, I incur- I've been watching them on the Vimeo. Uh, I think they're on the YouTube and Instagram or something. But hey, you're they such look a dad. <laughs> the, on the YouTube. <laughs> I'm, I'm humorously <laughs> articleizing things. But yeah, the Vimeo is a higher end uh, video platform uh, yeah. is all I was trying to specify. They look wondrous. Uh, so that's that's a thing that I've encountered a lot and engaged in uh, myself in this time of weirdness uh, it's not just climate or weather. People are staying inside a bit more and picking up skills. Uh, it sounds to me like this was one of your primary things was to like, huh, I've never really done this before. Someone suggested it. I'm going to figure this out. Have you been and getting better and better at it? I'm guessing that's what you've <laughs> that's one of your big projects for the pandemic, if you will. Well, yeah, and it was weird because it started before the pandemic, and and it, so literally it was going to be just within the con- w- within the confines of this one project of like, well, yes. what if you made some s- short film, 
stop motion, whatever sequences for this project. And then everything, the world shut down and I was sitting at my collage table and then it just started escalating. And, and I wasn't just like with my iPhone taped to a mic stand anymore. I went and got an actual camera and some, some gear and some help you know, because we always forget yeah. when you're learning something, the best resources, there's somebody in your community that knows how to do that thing. And yeah. people love to share their knowledge. And so, yeah, I got some help. Yeah, I, everyone needs help. There's also like YouTube. I, I know I was uh, big upping the Vimeo, but the YouTube also has a lot of people helping each other, which I assume, do you ever partake of like, ah, I don't know how this audio thing works or I can't figure this out. Does someone know? Because I frequently do this like anything i took apart my washing machine once in guelph i'm not handy but i watched a two-minute youtube video because i was like why is this happening and it's not to bore you but it was like something with the door thing there's a thing in the door and it tells the machine to spin it's it's like a security thing but it also if if it's not pressed properly the thing won't spin (gasps) and something happened and i didn't know i didn't know that I didn't know that. I'll just confess to you. It's like a little mechanism that's in the door. So I watched a my, you know, what happened? Someone, my wife, put a thing in the washing machine, like a comforter, and it broke the washing machine. Too heavy. Too heavy, <laughs> and it broke the mechanism. So I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, I got to call a guy. Two-minute YouTube video. Bought the part, which was like 50 bucks. Did I took a whole washing machine apart myself based on a YouTube video. That's not me. If you told me I could do that, I'd say, I can't do that. I'm not handy. I can't do that. Anyway, I've really digressed here. Do you did you have Vish. to watch like instructional videos about stop motion animation or anything like that? Mostly the editing. E- yes. Editing yeah. was the the pro- like it's not the ma- the making of and I feel like I, this applies. I'm happy to see that this that my I, I always refer to it as just like making a demo. My favorite thing in music is making a demo cuz demos yes. have this quality that the final recording doesn't have. They have this that you can hear the person discovering and trying and experimenting. And I feel like for me, stop motion, totally that you, it's all about just experimenting. What happens if I, if I put water on this, what happens if I shoot this through glass? What happens if I move this thing? What happens if I change the focus on the camera and like all the stuff, as long as you're not afraid to turn dials and do all that stuff. But yes, sometimes you get your backed into a corner you're stuck, yeah. and then you have to call on the expert who's some guy on YouTube. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's usually a guy. It's, it's often, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Why is that? Why do you think that is? Is It, uh, it is often dudes saying, here's yeah. how you do a thing, which on the one hand is good. I like that yeah. they are like, I have it with the pod, like audio editing. I'm like, ah, this audio sucks. How do I enhance and fix it? I'll, I'll shout him out right now. There's a guy, I think he's from England. His name's Mike Russell. He's great. He's great. And mostly he's a little fast. He's a little too fast for me sometimes, but he's really good. There's people like this. It helps. It helps us all. So no, it's good. Someone tells you, uh, why don't you get your collages to move? And you're like, I don't, I feel, feel like you were like, I guess. And then, <laughs> and then you do it. What was that sensation like of, oh, like whole new world has just opened up. What was that like for you? Oh yeah. It was, a, it was extraordinary. It was extraordinary. And at the beginning, you know, well, I didn't have a lot of materials. Now I'm, you know, fully trolling all the the used bookstores and the thrift stores, and I'm looking for the print quality of the oh, yeah. Yeah. the images that I want. And and it also is just kind of an 
it's a it's yeah it's a bit like a treasure hunt mm -hmm. so you find some interesting imagery and then you think what am i going to make out of this and when pandemic hit and we couldn't go to the thrift store we couldn't do anything i was looking around just around my own house and seeing what what's here what what can i use and that's like the the cardinal first rule of art making of any kind is like where am i and what is here yes, like yes it's it's um it's a beautiful thing and we employ it so i feel like in our lives it's something maybe we don't maybe we do now but we historically haven't really employed that as much it's more like yeah yeah it's just the elemental that elemental f idea of just making some weird thing when you don't know what you're making yeah i feel like uh, people <laughs> like you certainly me sort of well i've i've been in this uh, game a long time and have made and done different things i think people like you and i who have had the experience um of making things when we see what other people make i i don't know about you but i often see the work i often see how much work went into something when you hear a song and you're like oh my God, there's so many layers to this song. I can't help but think of the work that went into it. I see your stop motion videos and I had that thought, uh, the effort, the, was this art? I wonder how arduous this was for Christine. I just have these, it's just the way my brain is wired, I guess. Was it tough? Was it much, uh, particularly for you, compared to building a record? Because it's, I think you were drawing some parallels between making a song, a demo, and this process, did you see parallels between them or was one, would you say stop motion is way harder than <laughs> anything you've done? Like, can you speak to those things? Yeah, well, I was actually doing them at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I was sort of um, experimenting with the idea of what if I start creating a visual world and then I write the song to support it. So it wasn't, I was just making videos for the songs. It was kind of... They were happening at the same time, making these these worlds. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and the songs often start with just some some weird sound that I like. Sometimes it's just like a broken instrument, and it makes one really interesting sound. Okay, that's the beginning. Here we go. We got a thing that makes a weird sound. Yeah. And then what's the visual? You know, so it is those kind of moments of inspiration are amazing. But yes, the the stop motion is <laughs> because I've done, you know, been recording music for, you know, however many million years. It's not I mean, it still can be very tedious, like when you're just experimenting, like especially when I'm doing backup vocals, I'm just trying shit, just making weird noises and yeah. seeing what like I, I don't go in and chart it and have an idea of like exactly just making weird noises. Yeah. But with the stop motion, it's like, oh, I've just shot this entire thing and I, you know, the light was weird or something was wrong and you have to reshoot the whole thing. Like that kind of stuff was a bummer. Yeah, the process. <laughs> I know uh, it's hard to quantify how long it would take someone to write and record and arrange and build a song. Could you put a figure on how long it takes you to make one of these? I know it would. Sorry, I will, I will qualify <laughs> this by saying I recognize it probably is a case by case situation. Every video is different. Could you put hours to uh, an average hour amount to the process of building, uh, making one of these videos rather? That's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> well, swag, swag the video swag for that song. I used that one as a bit of a learning a learning curve and I was shooting for that one was the only time I think where I shot using a tripod facing like shooting something that's um and a 
like on the wall, like I was shooting into the piano, whereas mostly I'm shooting straight down onto a table, which is way much, it's way easier to control your rectangle, as I call it, your rectangle that's on a flat plane that is not moving is great. Mm -hmm. But when you're trying to shoot in the piano, and you're changing the scenes, and you're trying to set up shots, that was, I found that very, very like I'm not a shooter, yes. you know? Yeah. And uh, so it it was, that's where I learned. I learned a lot and I got some, that's where I got some help, some mentorship. And that one took me like months, actually. Months. It took me months. Months. Okay. Yeah. Not hours. But some of them will take. <laughs> no, months. It was months. months. I mean, not all day, every day. Yeah. Well, John yeah. might say otherwise. My my husband, he'd be like. You get obsessed with editing, don't you? I, I find that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly if it's something where I was, i tried to get into little bits of video editing just to augment the audio it's so much work i i can't believe the syncing of the audio with the visual and all that stuff and like oh it's a little off and i hate it i i mean i liked it when i was done i'm like oh this is really fun and people respond to it but my god it's hard yeah, to time suck yeah but i think for me part of my training maybe came from i do um as another sort of thing that I do often is sound design for mm-hmm. for films and stuff which is incredibly tedious yeah. like it is in, you're creating every sound like the the f- sound of someone walking or like what does that sound like you know trying to figure out what something is and if you can't find it you have to make the sound you know yeah. like making weird sounds <laughs> on microphones <laughs> Yeah, you're you are at least in the milieu of making weird sounds, syncing them to visuals. So that gave you a bit of a head start, I guess, is what you're saying. A li- yeah, or just the idea of slowing down and knowing it's going to take yeah. like it's it's not happening. You have to yeah be patient or walk away. And the great thing, pandemic, there was no other real distractions. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I, and so I think there I think there I don't know about you, but I I feel it in myself. I'm fighting to stave those distractions off as much as I can so I can continue. Absolutely. Do you feel that way? Yes, absolutely. And, and yet fighting it. I mean, it's hard this time. This is the first time I put out a record and not played shows. And, and, and it was very intentional. Like last, you know, I would have had to start booking it last year and just the way things were going. I just, I don't want to put anybody, any, you know, musician in that position and just the idea of also, you know, I've done the thing where in past on past tours where you miss a show because of weather or like the mountain the pass gets closed and you're like, boo, mm. there goes your show. And that's like money and miss yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. So I just thought I I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to do that with after, you know, booking a tour is so um, tedious as, as it is. So. Yeah. But I, I do miss it. it. It feels a little bit like in this, I'm in a weird empty spot right yeah. now where I'm usually the songs take, they turn into something else when you just bring them together with a bunch of people in a room and eh, I miss my friends, yeah. you know, yeah. hanging out with those dorks. They're so lovely. And <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you had this mindset as you were making this record, because as I listen to it, uh, you have alluded a few times to weird sounds. Uh, and I feel like it's really a studio oriented creation, if you will. Um, I, the distinction I'm making is sometimes people, even like yourself, will make a record and know that you have to represent this thing on stage. So if you've got a hurdy gurdy and a harp and like, you're going to have to figure out ways to do that on stage when you don't have those things. 
this to me seems um I can hear like Jason Tate among other people just playing things <laughs> playing things that are a little unusual and I wonder if you could even bring them on stage with you um so again back to my question was your mindset in making this record similar to what it is now I may not bring this to the stage so I might as well just have fun and play things that I don't have to represent, I guess, uh, on stage. Did you have that mindset making this record that maybe I won't tour? Um, I can't say that I consciously did that, but certainly it was really when we first started. Jason, of course, is always my sort of first collaborator with the songs. It's like, I make all of the farm animals and he put, builds the barn to put them in, you know, kind of like... <laughs> So, and it was just kind of this lovely thing of, of even though he lives here in Winnipeg and we we live fairly close by, I would like send things to him and he would record them as some, an idea and send it back to me. And it was just like, yeah, and he's always so creative yeah. and just a total weirdo. Like there are just some of them when he sent them back, I just just la- laughing my head off there's some of them that i'm just like oh my god what is going on in there you know like and uh he's yeah his brain is very funny that way but when we finally got some of them we actually did play together in the studio yeah. in a studio later and that was also just really great to just oh yeah i get to sit here and play music with my friend and like i just I love watching him play. I love watch, watching all of them play, but it's just this this beautiful thing. Like maybe I appreciated more just having the presence of people, even though, you know, not everyone, like one of the cellists she recorded in Toronto, she, she didn't even come. I didn't see her. And um, so that was, you know, hard, hard, but everyone else was in the building. Mm-hmm. I got to see their faces while they're playing their things. And yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't so much the instrumentation, but I did try to hire as many people as I could because, you know, pandemic and all, and everyone could use the yeah, dough, yeah. and 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 uh, so, <laughs> so I tried to spread it around as much as I could. And that Christine Bougie, oh my god! Oh, Christine's amazing, a, a <gasps> old friend of mine, and uh, uh, I love her work so much. I was happy to to. And how did you actually connect with Christine? I mean, she knows everybody, so I assume. <laughs> You might have crossed paths that way, but uh, how did you actually connect? Oh, I guess I met her, well, when she uh, was touring with Jason and, and when he was with Bahamas and they Bahamas, were both right. playing with ba- yeah. Bahamas and um, and we met and she had just, yeah, I think it was Jason that said, hey, you know, if ever you need a musician, you should. And so she played on my last record a little wee bit uh, on a couple tunes and then after that and played some shows with us, which was so terrific, like. She's just such a, what a force and such um yeah, her ideas are always, they come fully formed. Yeah. I do very little editing with her stuff. Whereas most of us, I'm like editing myself, especially just yeah. taking things off, taking things off. But yeah. she just makes a choice and it's always, wow. Yeah. She's amazing. For those listening who may not be familiar, I think of Christine as a, first of all, like a out of this world guitar player. But that extends yeah. into pedal steel and slide guitar. Uh, have I missed anything, Christine? Yeah, she did. On this one, she was like doing the lap lap steel lap was steel? her yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 And yeah. her, yeah, it's just extraordinary what she can do yeah. with that yeah, she, instrument. Absolutely. So you and I, in the course of our chat so far, have uh, been talking about various kinds of technology. And as mm. I ponder this song, sorry, 
various kinds of technology, but I also think human dynamics have come up in our conversation a little bit. People making things, people taking risks. And I hear some of those things in your lyrical expression here. The the nature of our existence with technology, the nature of how we interact with each other, how we view ourselves even. And I don't know if I'm way off the mark with that. I wonder if you can talk a little bit about the lyrical themes on stuff we all get in an overarching sense, because I feel like they're coming from a particular place on the one hand, but I also imagine over the course of a dozen or so songs, you you go in all sorts of directions. But do you have an overarching sense of what these songs are sort of about? Well, I'll say this. It was the first time I went into something where the thing that was going to be holding the songs together as a unit was just... Um, the fact that they would all have a visual complement, like a visual element to them. Yeah. So that was enough of a theme because often I do research-based work or like thematically linked things. I like linking connections between um, songs. But this one, I just sort of let myself write what I wanted to write. And I have resisted in the past sort of talking more about contemporary contemporary things like the internet and all that stuff. I just, I never want to write about it. It just feels, it feels gross because I think the internet looks gross and I'm just like, I don't want to talk about it because it's gross. But I, because it may be like, you're right, because of the time that I was writing in and there, that was the world. And I was working a lot in the digital, like I was hooked up to headphones and light like lights and cameras and all the things like I was fully employing and hard hard drives come up (laughs) Hard drives come up a bit in the piece, in in the songs, because hard drives are a big par- part of it. Like, it's everything is on this. Yeah, I've got a couple thing. of them going right now. I don't want to touch them because I don't want to. The other thing with the hard. Oh, yeah. The other thing with the hard drive is, and I hear it a little bit in the way you even talk about them, is this they're inherently traumatic because if they fail, <laughs> your memories and your work are gone. Even though, yeah. like you write about, they flicker, the lights are on, everything seems to be working, but it's all <laughs> gone. It won't work. You can't access anything. You got to take them to a person who will hopefully help you. And they say, oh, it's fried. It's gone. You're like, I put everything in this brain and the brain died. Yeah. And I, sorry, am I, is this close to where you're, what you're getting to a little bit with some of these songs? Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. You're, you're just laying on me. Yeah. You're like, well, that's, I, I've, <laughs> We we are techno. I've been sort of a technological being since I can, as long as I can remember. We had a computer in the house as soon as we could get one. My dad, I remember my dad bought a VCR in like 1983 wow. and was showing me. We I don't think he should have been doing it. I was only six or seven. But Jaws, scared. I don't swim, <laughs> Christine. I don't swim because of Jaws. I saw Jaws when I was so young. And I'm like, I don't swim. I can't swim. I refuse to learn how to swim. They put me in swimming. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't like it. Anyway, my point is technology now, I'm talking about VCRs, how old am I? (laughs) Technology now, like you said, the pandemic really made us more aware of how tied to this stuff we are and how both, uh, I don't know, galvanizing and isolating it is. And I hear that a lot on a few of these songs. So do you know what, I guess you've answered it. You, I've long known that you try to avoid the internet. You don't have a lot of, you, you have, I feel like you just now, somebody started a uh, social media channel for your new label imprint. Is that right? Just John, just John. It's just John and me. It's really, it's nothing fancy. It's basically like just 
the stuff that he and I make in our house. He's weaving now. That's his thing. I see. But uh, what's the um, name of the imprint again? Vivat Virtute. Right. So we've named named ourselves after a fictional cat that um, John invented. But we're dog people, really. That cat I mean, is not going anywhere, man. That cat has been around in John's <laughs> world for what? Decades. Yeah. He loves that decades. cat. Decades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yet we don't have a cat. There is no Virtute. That that cat is. We have a dog. His name's Apollo. How's uh? How's, uh did you say Apollo or Apollo? Apollo. Apollo. He came with that name. I see. Yeah. How's Apollo? He's good. But in pandemic, we lost our our. Well, we didn't lose her. She passed away. Why did I say she passed away? She died. What's her the dog? Di- died. What's the distinction? I don't know. I just feel like the euphemism. It's like, nah, she she actually died. She didn't. Like, <laughs> but, but, she didn't go any, away. She, we didn't lose no, her. No, go away is different. Passed away. I think we all understand is dead. Uh, sorry, yeah, she, <laughs> sorry. I, uh, there's no our dog died. I'm sorry. And our freaking bird died. Remember, oh, I remember yes. the last time yes. we spoke. We you were telling me about Buddy, yes. your budgie, yeah. and we had a budgie, and we had him for. He died right before the pandemic. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's horrible. Yeah. What was the bird? Yeah. What was your bird's name? Pickles. Oh yes, pickles. Of course. That is weird. And he would. Do you know? Yeah. This, this is very strange. I had uh, Mike Belitsky and Travis Good on from the Sadies oh. to talk about oh. the, the Sadies record, and uh, you know that was profound and tough in lots of ways. But we tried to have the fun that we normally have when we gather, and among the fun things, depending on your point of view as a listener, is that Travis lives on a farm and they have animals, but they like far, some farm animals, but they also have a parrot who is very loud and vociferous. Named, get this, Mr. Pickles. No! Mr. Pickles is all over the episode. And I tried, occasionally I would take him out. I would fade Travis down while Mike was talking. But sometimes (laughs) I'd leave him in because it was just so ridiculous. And and whenever Travis spoke, you'd hear like, like you just hear this emphasized. Yeah. Anyway, that is bizarre to me that you both, I forgot about Pickles, your budgie. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I appreciate you remembering, buddy. But yeah, anyway, yeah, I, I love animals. We don't have any here. It's uh No, nothing I was going to ask. Nothing I, for the kids, I'm eh? a cat. Uh, they don't, make, don't lay a guilt trip on me about the children. I uh, Did you teach them to swim at least? As long as yes. hopefully they know how to yes, swim. Yes, they were. Well, okay. in Guelph, we've, we've still been a bit hunkered down here because the thing goes up and down and the safety and the routinely right. my children would tell me, uh, guess what? Only 11 kids in class today. This week, wow. like until this week, they finally like it's up around 18, 20 again, but more kids wearing masks again. Like they're, you know, it's up and down. Anyway, my, I don't want to get into that. My point is, uh, yeah, I haven't got the animals yet because uh, I'm being the parent that's like, if you can just show me that you can be responsible for cleaning your room, then you can, because they're going to like, we want a dog. We want it for my, we had a cat. My, mm-hmm. my wife and my son and I uh, all had a cat, uh, but uh, Gary, passed away just before uh, Ramona was born and uh, my daughter. And uh, I don't like replacing animals. I have a trouble. I feel like uh, I have trouble with it. The people who buy the same breed of dog to replace the hole in their heart. I've always struggled. Like, I can't just do it. My parents did that to me with Buddy, actually. And that actually... (gasps) They didn't. Well, we had a bird that they got from the Wolko and then it died within like a month. (laughs) And then there, we were so upset. It was just a, it was a, a sick bird or something. 
It died. And we were feeding it, I think. I don't know. I was a kid. Anyway, then they got a new bird because we were so sad within like two days. And morbidly, it had the same name, Buddy, which a lot of people do. They name the animal the same as the last one and it looks the same. And I find it now as I'm older, I find it creepy. My son is a... Uh, except that Buddy was your... He became a very close friend of yours for many, many, yes. many years. You know, the second Buddy and I were very close. And uh, he loved me yeah. the best. We talked about this. I remember now. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I loved him. And I don't regret a thing of it. But I, I also didn't want to replace my cat right away because Gary was very special. I taught him to sit on command. Very smart cat. Wow. Yeah, he's good. I like. Well, he was raised with a dog and I think he... Saw that when the dog sat, he would get a treat. And so Gary's like, oh, I get what's going on here. So I was like, hey, Gary, sit. And he would do it. And I would give him a little treat. And I was like, this is very strange. I don't like replacing the things that quickly. My son, it turns out, is actually allergic. My son and wife are allergic to cats. Oh, no. They kind of want a dog. And I'm like, really? If you can just show, if we can all just be a little more responsible, yes. I'm trying. I don't want to be a curmudgeon parent. I'm just telling you, it's a lot of work. And I, I've, we've all seen it. Parents, okay, yeah. I got you the animal. Now I got to take care of it. I got to tell the one who takes it for the walk. They're, they say they're not going to do anything. Anyway, Christine, really wild tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's get back. I think you were trying to get me to not talk about the lyrics, and I saw what you were doing there. You distracted me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have some very astute uh, lyrics about uh, your take on technology. I love, I love the moments in swag like these ones. In our dreams, we're in the exit row slumping over our table trays like dominoes. Give us feedback. Send a screenshot, colon bracket, take a 10-minute survey. I love colon bracket. I love it. I love the literal nature of you dealing with emojis. That's what, That was my take on it or whatever. So you are, I think, in, in, immersed in technology, but you don't like it as a human. Is that about right? Well, you know, it's weird. It's weird. Because for me, technology has been such an important part of me uh, as a re- recording artist, which yeah. is a weird thing to say, but <laughs> call yourself I'm a recording artist, <laughs> recording artist, Christine Fellows, just because it was the first time I was able to work by myself, like produce my own work as a producer. Yes. And... Pretty much everything when I started playing music was still, I my first rec, second record was on tape, reel-to-reel tape, and you had to go to the studio, and the studio is populated by mostly dudes. Yeah. And I felt, as a young woman, uncomfortable in that situation, and it wasn't like the people were trying to make me uncomfortable. I was just uncomfortable. You're told as a young woman, like, that you shouldn't make like weird or gross sounds and you should, you know, I don't yeah. know. Like I-, I was raised that way. We were all raised that way back in the day. Uh-huh. And so for me to be able to have technology when, when we were able to have our own recording technology in a, in your house with a door that you could close and you could just make weird sounds and experiment. And so technology for me has been, it's been so huge. Yeah. Like it's just done so much. Like, I have to be grateful for it. However, I do feel, like you said, about the idea about everything living in a hard, in a hard drive um, is terrifying to me. And I have lost things in a hard drive, which is maybe why it's lodged in my mind Absolutely. as a point of fear. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. You just, yeah, it's, it's you know, and so I'm the compulsive, like I have a, a drawer 
friggin' full of these. Everything's backed up on this and that. Yeah. Like, you know, that D- doubles, it's just yeah. ridiculous. Well, you're also getting into the way we live with this culture in terms of the bizarre metric-based existence we have where, and I think you've probably done a, I think from what I gather, unless you're a lurker <laughs> and have these burner accounts or something, you seem like someone who's uh, done a really conscious uh, thing in terms of not being a part of the likes and the follows and the retweets and the sharing um, I assume because you've identified these as a weirdly unhealthy aspects of how we're measuring our own worth. But I also see it in songs where you're obviously, we are being collated. Our data is being collected. It's, we are data points to some of these entities. Um, so beyond the technology that you've embraced, I feel like you're being critical of not just the internet, but just how we are all sort of measuring ourselves up against impossible metrics, like impossible yardsticks of feeling good about ourselves based on who we are, what we make, how we do things. Is that in there somewhere? Oh, for sure. We, I mean, because I, I remember, certainly I was touring before the internet. Yes, well, I mean, there was an internet, I'm sure, when I was, but I just, I didn't know about it. Yeah. But I have been told by um, others who have come into playing music and doing whatever art making um, in the internet age that I, I have, I guess, a sort of luxury in that I don't have to participate. Like, I feel like people don't feel like they have a choice yeah. that you have to participate and that that me making a choice not to is a luxury. I'm not by any stretch a a popular or well-known musician. So I've that always struck me as odd of being like, well, it's a choice. I'm making a choice. But I also recognize that I made a lot of my work connections or relationships I made outside of the internet before there was internet or you know, like, so it's just, it's just a way people, this is how we meet and fall in love now. And it's not a weird thing. It's just, that's how people meet and fall in love yeah. on the yeah. social media. So I, I've never, you know, I have never been part of that. And it's always felt wrong, wrong to me. Also, it's just how much time do you want to sit in front of a screen, you know? Unless you're talking to Vish, I'm happy to sit in front of a screen and talk to Vish. But it's like, you know, talking to a pal is lovely, yeah. but we work on these things all the time. Yeah. And No, I I why am I going to 100%. I'm I'm on this I'm in this office and I'm looking at this computer most of the day when I'm not uh, trying to deal with the the life stuff like the real life stuff the children and the eating and the whatever. So I I yeah. I I agree with you. It yeah, it's it is a weird time and we're struggling a little bit. So I feel like you've you've captured that. Um I wanted to ask you about the juxtaposition of all that technology that I'm talking about with some of the more natural uh metaphors or uh, imagery because there's gardens and trees and 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 some of those things that you have explored in the past uh, in terms of family dynamics and and whatnot. So I don't want to paint. I'm I'm saying this because I want the listener to know that it's not all our computers. It's like what <laughs> no. else is there? Um, was that a purposeful juxtaposition for you to talk about having a garden, um, playing solitaire, like having these kind of intimate moments with people and and sort of. Um, more earthy <laughs> uh, time, like earthy times to oneself? 
Well, may, I don't know if it was intentional, but it's certainly the way that I live my life. Yeah. And like the the garden, that song, it's just a weird short little song, is actually basically a retelling of a letter I got from my aunt, my dad's sister, who I have not very not known. She got married very young and moved out into the middle of nowhere with her husband. And she's been there, hmm. like had very limited contact with the outside world. But she's lived this rich life through her garden all of these years for like 50 years in a garden, living in a garden. And and she just wrote me this beautiful letter describing everything in her garden. And I just was like, that is amazing. I only want to communicate with people in, by them telling me what is in their garden. Like what a yeah. what a beautiful thing to express, yeah. right? Yeah. I do I think certainly uh I know that I'm not the only person that in the pandemic like got eye level to the dirt. I found myself being really drawn in. I was uh I made friends with with spiders, which normally I'm scared of spiders, but I yeah. I got really I had two pretty big pets like all the pet spiders. I they I just fed them and you know What do you what do you feed a spider? You feed them bugs. You you would harvest? Because I thought the I whole would... job of the spider when it gets up every day is I got to find... She. She, sorry. Yeah. What did I said they? <laughs> did I say a she? I didn't mean to... <laughs> I don't I said they. It. Whatever. The she. I said it. You said she. So the spider, they she gets up every day. And I feel like the job is just to get food. I was thinking about... I've been thinking about this a lot. Imagine being a shark. It's got to suck. Everyone's like, oh, sharks, so majestic. You get up, and the first thing you got to be is like, what am I eating today? And it's not like you go to the store. You got to be like, is there food around? I got to go find it. Spider's the same, right? You help the spider. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, because No, there's... yeah, no. <laughs> they're gross, but it's cool. Like, it's also, they're quite extraordinary the way, like, it's very creative. They're very creative. You, absolutely. I love spiders. I had a good talk with our mutual friend, Stephen Lamke, about spiders, when we were talking oh, about his lovely. new record, Volcano, Volcano, because I kept hearing spiders come up. And I was, uh, oh. I glommed onto it as like spiders as a uh, kind of a symbol of our more industrious uh, personality traits as creators. Because spiders are interesting. Anyway, I already had this conversation about spiders. This is not for you. But I just find it interesting that spiders <laughs> make these beautiful things. But they also lure you in, and and I feel like uh, art can do that a little bit too. And I can't remember if Steve bought my line of thinking uh, on the master's thesis <laughs> I was working on about his record, but but I had this like weird theory. Anyway, you've got birds, you've got crows and chickadees. There's dirt. So all I can, all I was getting, and now you're telling me your feet. By the way, do you watch? Do you sat? Do you just sit and stare at the spiders as they're eating just to see what it's like? Do you ever do that? Oh, yeah. Well, I had two living on either side. Well, for a while, it was just one on the inside our house, which isn't popular with my husband was a little bit like, Do, does, the, does he have to live in here in the house, the spider? But I was like, yeah, yeah no. And, and, and the spider didn't move around. It just stayed in like if the spider was crawling around, like trying to crawl in our mouths while we were sleeping, like the spider would have been out outside. Yes, of course. But it wasn't. It yeah. was just staying. And so when I would come in in the morning after I'd been pulling things from the garden, I would save the bugs and throw them into the spider web. And she'd come out and like, it was always such a grand entrance. You throw something in the spider web, 
an aphid or something and that spider just comes like they just and it's so fast and amazing and then disappears is it like a big spider like the size of like well how big is this spider Oh, not like not one, not a, like a dock spider. No, not like a tarantula a, or something. It's like a little spider. No. Okay, you like met, you, yeah. You, I get it. You're saying that your your husband John had some reservations that the spider. He wasn't as into it because it was right by the sink. And, Let and, me posit this: Do you suppose, hmm. given uh, John's recent <laughs> interest in weaving, it was professional right. jealousy? <laughs> I, I love that idea. I, I don't it like was. this. I think that's probably what I resent. <laughs> I don't think that spider's that cool. Check out what I made. I'm going to totally. put it on Instagram that I control. Yeah, I don't. I bet that's what yes. it is. That's. I think. I think that's it. Speaking of which, this is sort of a dumb side note, but I did make note of something in the uh, language around your record. We know your husband is John K. Sampson, uh, a solo artist, weaker thans person. I see here. John Sampson Fellows. Is this a recent development, a, a nominal change? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I think, I mean, it's not, I've, nothing f- formally has been uh, changed, okay. but I think good for him. It's, well, yeah, just something that he's been kind of referring to himself as, and I think it's it's good and healthy and... And it's like my last name, and I think it's cool, you know? I hadn't, but am I correct? We haven't, most of us would not have encountered this change until this record. Is that a fair, I just don't know. I don't, maybe I missed something that he put out or something. Yeah, no, no. And and he hasn't been doing lots of music. It's not that he hasn't been making music. He has, just uh, not at the the same kind of output um, and not in an album specific kind of way. Hmm. And yeah, and last year he was pretty sick. Last year the mental health was pretty bad, and oh, that was also hmm. yeah. I mean, it happens, right? And hmm. he's you know no stranger to it. This is not like the first time hmm. in his life. This is not our first rodeo with the mental healthies. But I'll tell you, trying to get mental health um, assistance and and care during a pandemic is like, anybody that's been trying to navigate that system at the best of times. It's so 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 difficult so that was yeah mm-hmm. so i think for him i think this is just a part of trying to be healthy and and you kind of have to find your way around <laughs> and that's part of it maybe is it too uh heavy-handed to suggest it's sort of like a rebirth sort of finding a new kind of agency or something I, again i don't want to i wasn't planning to bring this up it's just you brought him up and i was thinking about uh john fellows sampson spider hater uh, <laughs> uh, so I just, yeah, it's interesting. I, I love him so much, as you know, and I love you so much. So I, I didn't know this. It's hard to check in with everyone. Um, I know, especially like pandemic time. It was really, it was pretty nuts. It was pretty nuts. Yeah. But, but he's doing great now. And good. so that's good. And yes, he sort of has, he's got a new name and he's got a, like a, He's weaving in the basement. That's great. <laughs> I'm, it, I'm on the top layer. I, music is on the top layer. Music and stopmo, and then middle layer of the house is where we go to eat our foods and sit in front of the food stove. <laughs> and then the basement is where he has his giant. He has a giant loom. It's hilarious. It has pedals. It's like the size of a piano. It's awesome. It's now, beautiful. Did you reference this? Is that a pandemic related, or rather, pandemic era um, uh, exploration for John? He, the, yes, before pandemic, he'd started knitting, but it bothered his hands. It's, I guess some people 
it bothers yeah. their hands. Yeah. So uh, I think weaving was just sort of, again, him, I feel like it maybe happened the same way with me and the stop motion and that both of us, it just happened and then pandemic hit. And then of course you just follow. Yeah. You're like, well, okay, I guess I'm doing this now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was getting <laughs> like, at. I assume it's like I was saying earlier, you pick up a, a hobby uh, during a time like this, but then it becomes a fixation. <laughs> uh, of sorts well, and, and you want to get better and better and better at it I guess is what I'm saying yeah and he's yeah. so into it and it's also I do feel like like there is something symbolic about like healing your brain and putting like weaving weaving these strands together like that yeah. to me is kind of a beautiful physical manifestation of it and it makes him happy and it's hilarious and weird all the the weird stuff he's he's making down there. I'm just like, oh, you go down there and it's just balls of yarn and John, you know, John and the balls of yarn. Yeah, I I noticed it on Instagram some of the wares uh, or creations, yes. I should say. I don't know if they're wares per se, but um, yeah, it sounds very interesting. <laughs> and I should say for people wondering why this has even come up, uh, John appears mm-hmm. on the record. I mentioned the liner notes as being the oh his his name has changed. <laughs> He sings with you on a song. I, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it's called The Rain. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 And only one. And it's u- usually like last record. He co-produced with me and he played a lot and he played live. He came in, on tour and he was playing bass, yeah. which is great because he doesn't play bass a lot. And I know he enjoys it. And it was, yeah, it was great. It was fun. And um, this time because he was not having a good health yeah. situation like he would come to the studio and kind of lie on the floor <laughs> and and just I just asked him to come and because I wrote that song for him so I was like if you could just crawl upstairs and sing into your microphone for me mm. and you're he and so he did that for me but that's about as much as he could do right. but yeah I missed having him play on there but we got Christine Bougie we got Jason Tate no, we no, got it's, Leanne Zacharias no. you got Ford Pierre doing the <laughs> Ford Pierre as well yeah no it's an amazing oh my collection of people I only wondered it sounds like you've answered the question I was going to ask is I think you both uh, traditionally are sounding boards for each other uh, it sounds yeah. like you were a little more on your own for the reasons you described uh, and, yeah, yeah, he's he's fighting the he's fighting the battle of his brain. Yeah. But it was great. It was also great to sometimes have to. I mean, I know that it is important to have sounding boards and people that will be we're very blunt and honest with each other about in the furthering of us, our writing or whatever we're making or doing. And so he's always there for that. And I, you know, same goes on the other side be for him but but it is good every once in a while to have to do something by yourself and go oh here i am <laughs> obviously i hope he's okay um as a human being and uh i hope he f- we miss his voice uh and his work so hopefully um we'll hear from him at some point uh if he's up for it um all this to say i i appreciate what you've done with this record it's wonderful and i you mentioned there's not a tour. Will you be doing any shows, even locally or anything like that? Nothing so far. I just kind of set it aside. And I do feel I'm feeling that weird feeling right now that it, yeah, just like I, I'd have to even relearn how to play the song. Like it's one of those that the only reason I would ever practice is because I'd have to play the songs out live. Yeah. So I've been instead, it's so strange. And instead of doing that, I'm 
relearning how to read music and I'm just playing Bach, pretty much only Bach mm. <laughs> on the piano, which I have also wasn't playing for as much for a lot of years because my uh, I have a really bad osteoarthritis. Oh no! Like, look at my hands. Oh, yeah, I oh my see god, that. they're like monster hands. And um, <laughs> well, they're my grandma's hands actually, right. um, which is marvelous because um, I remember her hands as a kid and seeing them, and they're all misshapen and fingers pointing all everywhere. And I just thought it was so beautiful, like they were so beautiful. Yeah. But um, but I've been playing just playing piano for no reason and reading music and reading especially that music is so um it's just amazing yeah. i'm like why wasn't i doing this all the time because i was practicing like my songs or someone else's songs my songs totally suck <laughs> bach is like it's amazing every piece is like it's a uh, mind-blowing it's so so i'm having I'm practicing for something, but not a show. You're you're limbering up. You're you're <laughs> keeping your hands and your mind exercised in the event yes. that you may have to play a show. I didn't really do I didn't do this at all, and I feel badly about it. I wanted to express some um, some real gratitude and, and a, a thank you to you personally. I don't know if you are the one who put it in the mail, but I didn't know you had a record coming out at all, except a vinyl copy showed up in my mailbox. With my address on it. So I had all these like, I opened it. I'm like, oh my God, a new Christine record. Put it on right away. Put it on right away. Aww, Read the lyrics. Sweet. Listen to it right away. I, I, my, Michelle, we were big fans of yours. So it was great to just, our record players in the living room. So everybody heard it, uh, who was around and it was lovely. It was great. All I was going to say is, a, thank you. I don't know why you thought of me. Well, I know why you thought of me. I'm, I'm being self deprecating. Thank you for sending it to me. Very lovely. <laughs> In a sense, it's a bit low key. Like it just seems like you're. I'm, I'm starting. I finally got like a, an official press release from uh, a fella, and that's good. But you're gonna. I think you're bracing yourself by not playing shows for something of a low key, word of mouth kind of uh, press cycle. Is that accurate? Oh yeah, I'm all like, I love the low key. Low key is if, yeah. where it's at, and it's just a weird, you know, for like this job as whatever it is that I do it seems so <laughs> it seems so um I just don't like the idea of I don't know like the that part of it yeah the, it's a lot to the, worry to, about and think about and it's just it's one of those distractions I think we were alluding to earlier probably right it's a total distraction yeah. and and it's sort of upsetting the balance of like the ions or whatever <laughs> or ions. So for me, it's just I'm just keeping working and doing yeah. others, keeping mo moving. And like, but I do love the idea of making an album like I still think they I know that that there has been a lot of talk with other musicians about this idea of do we still make albums do what do we do now? And I still feel like it's a it's a thing. Yes, absolutely. No, <laughs> it's, I, I, it's not I gone away. I hope so. I hope that to be the, the, the case myself because I'm still getting records or being gifted records and buying lots of records. So it means a lot to me. Uh, and it's tangible and it's real. It's not fleeting. Yeah. So I like all aspects of that. So within that, we're in we're in the we're at the point of the show where I kinda ask people oh. to plug things. Okay. I don't know if you have a band camp or anything like that, but where can people go to learn more about stuff we all get, to hear it, uh, to order it, these sorts of things? Can you, do you know? Do I know? Yeah. I said yes, that because I don't know if you know. I think you said John does some of that stuff, but do you know? That's why I didn't mean to be insulting. <laughs> 
I was like, you said earlier you may not know, and I didn't want to be insulting, but do you know where to send people to learn more about your new, your new record? Sorry, Christine. I know. It's so, it's pathetic. No, I it's do. not. I know. It's, it's I know. nice. I like it. I, it's refreshing because most people are like, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You're just like, I put out a record. Anyway, sorry, I'm putting words in your mouth. Go ahead. Where can people go to learn more about it? You can go if, uh, thank you, Vish. You're so sweet. Uh, you just go to Vivat Vertute, or like we have our little store, our yes. website, Vivat Vertute, or I have a website. It's just my name.com, christinefellows.com. There's that. I know those are internet things. Yeah. They're okay. not, but John runs a little Instagram. Uh, for Vivat Vertute, so that's where you can see the each uh, Wednesday when I when it will put out a new one of those yeah. stop motion videos yeah. and and the, it will be on Bandcamp when it's released on the twenty fifth. Okay, will be, it'll be on Bandcamp. Okay, perfect. No, that's great. I, you had all the things then. You're not some luddite. Uh, you had you had most of the things. That's great. I know. I pra- well, I'm just like, oh yeah. I guess we have to put the thing. I don't know. And we like you know, it's not we're. We're trying, Vish. We're trying. We're no, trying to be like normal, normals. You know, you are. Sort of. you, I, I think of you as slightly <laughs> totally strange, normal. Norm, strange normals. I, I feel the same. I'm a strange normal. I feel I'm norm. I'm a normie. A little odd. Just a little unusual. And I think maybe we're the just, same. Yeah. Just don't know how to swim. But who needs that? I sink like and a you stone. Know what? I'm not buoyant. I've tried. I can't. I sink. I just go. I, something about my bone density and my strength. Julie Dwaran and I had a good talk about this because she like now is like a lifeguard and has taught swimming, I believe. And I was, I wow. made the I recognize it in myself. I'm too tense. I think when you're tensed when you're tensed up and you're nervous, you're not gonna relax. And because they were like lie on your, they always tell you that lie on your back, kick your feet up. And I'm like, no, I can't. I sink, and it's because I'm all wound up. And uh, I don't even know if Julie totally believed or agreed with me, but I I'm starting to think that's what it is. Too stressed. Yeah, but I also, I give you, I'm laying the gauntlet and saying, if I can learn how to read music, like I'm the same way about that. I get all tensed up when I see the notes on the page and oh, it just seems like work or something. But you can do it. I know that you can. I'm not. You can be buoyant. I'm athletic. I do other things. I just, there's something (laughs) about swimming that I never, I, I decided to blame it on the film Jaws. And not to be outdone, Jaws 2. Both of them I saw <laughs> at a formative time, and they impacted me. They both have the shark. Different sharks. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. My point is... Uh, oh, <laughs> My point was going to be uh, thank you for being on the show. I want to go out on a song uh, from this new record, and as people are hearing this, it is going to be out. Uh, the record, I mean, is going to be out this week, so... Uh, we're getting close to release date is what I'm trying to subliminally tell you, Christine, as you decide what song you want to pick in case there's some things you don't want the public to hear yet or something like that. Sorry, I'm used to dealing with like major label people who are like, don't play the song before it's out. And I'm like, I don't, I just do what the artist says. Anyway, Christine, if we can go out on a song from Stuff We All Get, can you pick one for us and tell us why you chose it? Ah, Okay, that's great. Well, thank you for having me. It's so nice to see your face. I'm just drinking it in. It's just like <laughs> old friend. It's so lovely, you know. Absolutely, the feeling is Don't- completely mutual. It's very lovely to see you, and I'm glad for all the perils of technology. I like that this was invented for this time that we can actually, 
interact like we're yeah. in the future like the way spaceship people did in the 80s where they were like oh they're on star trek oh as so you talk to the person on the screen now we live in star trek it's great i'm william shatner we you're are. i don't know who the other person is but anyway sorry uh sorry about that i don't know <laughs> i can't think of who he used to talk to on that thing it was often enemies so i didn't want to follow through on the. it was a weird time at that right. show they'd be like get the enemy on the phone and the enemy would be like, ha ha, I am the enemy of you. And we are going to have a FaceTime conversation using Zoom. And you're like, that's very civil that you both are like, okay, what time are we meeting to have the adversarial conversation? Is it 3 p.m.? Okay, we'll get on the thing. Hey, it's the guy. I hate you. But hey, this is a, anyway, I'm really on a, it's, doing my stand-up routine on Star beautiful. Trek and Zoom. I'm sorry. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's good. Yeah. It's Thank good. You. I appreciate the support and the encouragement from Christine Fellows always. Thank you. <laughs> I would go see you at Yuck Yucks. <laughs> the only I place would that would have me with this routine. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. I've really taken us all over the place. Is there a song that we can go out on? And if so, can you tell us why you chose it? Okay. Well, it'll be for you, oh. my friend. Um, and it's uh, how about the last song? It's called Time. Oh. Well, you say that that's for me in particular? Yeah, I'm just giving it to you right now. Okay. I mean, I didn't write it thinking, oh, Vish, I'm writing this one for Vish, but <laughs> to be frank. Right. No, but I, but all of the things we were talking about, and I think the idea of, of time, of time and what's important and how we spend our time. Yeah. No, that's fair. And this is another song with a lot of dirt in it, as I recall, uh, and, and how time and dirt may be intertwined. Again, I have to revise this part of the thesis I'm writing about your record. This is a running joke because I get into these like levels. I say this to a lot of my guests. I'm writing a master's, but it's kind of, I feel like sometimes I am. I think I am. I'm, we're doing a verbal master. I'm, it's like a thesis defense. No, it's not. Yeah. I don't know if this is true. I'm really babbling. Let's go out on this song now. Because uh, I I think I'm wasting people's time a little bit from the beautiful new album no. Stuff We All Get by Christine Fellows, which you should locate immediately using the internet. Uh, here's a song called <laughs> Time. Christine, I love you very much. I always appreciate the conversation and and your indulging my uh, rambling questions and and ideas. Thank you so much. I wish you the best of luck in the future. And I hope I see you soon. Well, yeah, no kidding. Maybe yeah, we're so close now. We're like we're closer. We're closer. 14 hours. So it's still, 14 hours. It's still, it's still a trek. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, send my love to Michelle and the kids that I haven't met. And the, oh my God. I know. It's crazy. But, and yeah, and enjoy your time on the prairies. It's, it's good. It's good there. And you're close to the mountains, man. You're just like right there. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's all good. I, I just, I thank you. It's, it means a lot for you to say those things and to welcome me to the prairies that you've called home this whole time. Thank you. I just appreciate you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, shall we say goodbye? Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> We got dirt, we got dirt We got shovels, piles of dirt We'll dig our way Down through the roots and clay We got dirt, 
make There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, it's so nice to have new music by Christine Fellows. You just heard a new song, great new record. Very nice to have Christine back on the show. Thank you so much, Christine, for appearing on this, the 735th episode of Creative Control, which is part of the Entertainment One podcast network and is available wherever you get your podcasts. If you can't find an episode that you've heard about and you're looking for it, or if you want to learn more about me, sign up for my monthly newsletter. Please visit vishkana.com. You can also like Creative Control on Facebook and follow the show on Twitter at Vish Creative, or you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and, and now Hive at Vish Khanna. I don't know what's going to happen with the Twitter or all social media, but so far, follow me at Vish Khanna. Also, please visit patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to support all of the work that goes into making this podcast on a regular basis. Uh, six American dollars or more grants you access to exclusive content. You get episodes a bit earlier than everybody else and bonus content, as they say, from some of these. Well, I didn't say that. Bonus content from some of the current episodes. And sometimes I dig into my archives and find things that I think you might find interesting. Somewhere in those archives are some old Christine Fellows interviews. So who knows? Maybe I'll dig into those and present them to you. I don't know. We'll see what I can find on the various flickering hard drives, as we discussed. Anyway, thank you for considering uh, supporting the show. Thank you if you already support the show. And if you're interested in a Creative Control t-shirt, just message me, and I will get you one while supplies last. You can do all of those things at patreon.com slash Control. Thanks again to the excellent Alberta record retailer Blackbird Music with locations in Edmonton and Calgary, Alberta. And you can learn more about them and order things from them at blackbird.ca. Also want to thank Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, Ontario, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, Ontario, for their in-kind support for this show. As always, thanks to my dear friend Jim Guthrie for letting me use uh, music of his on the, on the show. You can learn more about Jim at jimguthrie.org. And last but not least, thank you so much for listening to this episode with Christine Fellows. If you're a big fan of Christine's, I hope you gain some insight into her new works. If you're just discovering Christine, I hope this uh, compels you to check out her new album, Stuff We All Get, and her remarkable back catalog. She's lovely and so talented. It's so nice. So yeah, thank you for this and that. 
and for subscribing to this podcast and following it and telling your friends all about it and all those sorts of things. It helps when you spread the word about it. And that's all I got to say. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you very soon. Goodbye for now. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.